0: Sunday, dude, hangover city. Hangover city, bro. I hadn't been that hangover in a long time. And I decided to throw up in the other bathroom, so you guys want to hear me. I threw up a <laughs> gang of fucking, I threw up a gang of fucking times, dude.
1: Oh, my God. A,
0: like 10 times, dude. The last five or six times, bile,
1: straight bile. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's bad. I've, yeah. I've not been that, I've yeah. not been that hungover I remember, in a long <laughs> fucking time. From the second to last time
0: so I was fucking done throwing up. I looked at myself in the mirror, and the bottoms of my eyes were just swollen you could see the crease, of how swollen my shit was, from the fucking pressure that I was doing.
1: I was wondering why your voice sounds tired. Exhaustion plus yeah. throwing up. I'm sure it is not.
0: It's not the best mix. No, uh, the, the, th- the throwing up really fucked me up. And then you know, I'm fucking. And I was trying to feel a little better. still so I was, went I was smoking, to uh, smoking the
1: Tupac joint. thing, huh?
0: Well, yeah, it's fucking. Um, you had tickets. Yeah, tickets, yeah, yeah, for that specific day. Fifty bucks a head. Fifty.
1: 50- Bucks? For the
0: weekend, for the weekend, yeah, oh, okay. it's 50 bucks. Okay. For the weekdays, I think it's 35. I was thinking about
1: doing uh, um, it was really,
0: it was fuck man, the motherfucker was a fucking genius,
1: man. No, I mean, dude, I mean, like, that's all I was thinking. I was so surprised. I was telling one of my co workers who he's a big fan of him, he's like older, older guy, but yeah, not, yeah, you know, yeah. and he was like, um, oh, by the way, welcome to the podcast, everybody. That's right, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do things. I, I think this is just gonna be a straight recording, who gives a, shit? yeah, um, but um. Like, I was talking with him because uh, he read um, the poetry book. Not the poetry book, but his biography and was really impressed with him. And then okay. started looking into, like, the, the artist as a whole. Because he's like, I don't listen to hip-hop, but the, he, you know, got into it that way. Um, um, and honestly, like, I know that he's a classically trained artist. You yeah. know, um, he wrote poetry since he was a child. Like, all, I, I know a, a good amount. Of I didn't his, even like, know
0: that, you know, he But he, first when he first came out, it was Tupac, T-U-P-A-C his regular name, then he changed it to P, two P-A-C, Tupac. Yeah. I never knew what it fucking stood for. I thought his name was just Tupac, but it stands for to produce and create. I was just like, what the fuck? Ah, like, okay, I like, okay, okay. That is not know. Yeah. yeah. But- I was like, okay. And then I started to find out and read some of the poems that he's written, you know, because they have him on display. Some of the poems that he wrote, wrote as a seven-year-old kid, bro. I was, this motherfucker was so in tune with his world and the everything around him. Dude, the 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 fucking the way he expresses it in, in in the 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 level of, um, artistry, artistry, and just his uh, his 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 language, his his concept of of the American language and the wordage and all that kind of shit, which just seems so far beyond any regular seven year old.
1: You know, I remember the last podcast on the left. They did a a, a Biggie Smalls, Tupac kind of uh, comparison. Not comparison, but like the history of all that stuff right okay. there, and they felt that. Tupac, you know, was playing the part of the gangster, and then didn't realize Suge Knight was a real fucking gangster. Yeah, he got wrapped up in the whole shit, and it cost him his life. Yeah, um, you know, it's a fucking travesty. Like honestly, like some of the artistry that like you lose, like Biggie Smalls, right?
0: Yeah, no, should have never lost. Uh,
1: like I mean, like that's the thing. Like I, I, I don't. I'm not a big Tupac guy. I'm not a big Biggie guy. Tupac had a
0: six year run. Everything yeah. that we know about Tupac was a six year run from yeah, the no, age it of was nineteen. A, no. Of nine, the age of nineteen to twenty five. Yeah, it's this whole time of fame, but to leave the impacting, the the impact that he left with, so, for so fucking long. It's been what twenty fucking years since he died. Probably longer than that. Longer than that. Though. And uh, and he's still so relevant. It's fucking insane to me.
1: Well, it's one of the things like um, you know the the writer. Uh, oh my god, I'm remember. telling you, six years. Fool, six years goes by fucking in a flash. No, no, no it, it's dude. It's nothing. It's a blink and of an eye. He fucking
0: eye. did so much shit. It's fucking insane.
1: It's crazy. Um. So, uh,
0: what's the beer of the week? The beer of the week is Poseidon Poseidon Brewing Company's Corless Corse Corselet Cherry Corslet Cherry course-lit. a fruity blonde series, cherry blonde. It is six point oh alcohol by volume, twenty one uh, IBU in a pint can, of course, and the Corselet Cherry Cherry Blonde. For our fourth experimental blonde ale, we kept the grain bill simple and the hop additions to a minimum to complement the half barrel of sweet and tart cherry puree. The malt and fruit characteristics of this brew really shine through on the play, on the palate. And clean aromas of honey and cherry are also present. Crisp, refreshing, and slightly tart. A pint of corset reminds you <clears throat> of what the last days of summer are all about. And that means getting butt-ass naked and jumping in the pool, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, honestly, this is uh, pretty good. I've actually really, right now, taken the taste. Yeah, it's like
0: malt-forward sweet honey cherry is what the fucking thing says also on the little can. It's uh, brewed in Ventura, of course. This is, oh, these uh, are these the ones that I picked up? Yeah, these are the ones that Sam picked up uh, Exclusively out there in the hood. Yeah, you you gotta and go down to hood.
1: Poseidon to pick these up. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll, next week we'll be trying their Ironclad, and of
0: course, it's an ale with depth.
1: Ale with depth. What do you um, think of your fucking your drink? Um, I thought I think it's really good. Honestly, the course, smells the cherry really smells really nice. It's got a nice sweet scent, and the taste is kind of like a balance of sweet and tart. Like it's it's and mm. for a and it's a blonde ale. It's nice and for me, it's a nice kind of like mixture little, of the two. Yeah, it's
0: real smooth. You can taste the yeah, you can taste the blondie in it slight cherry it's not the cherry's not very no. heavy
1: no it's it's real mild even the tart finish at the end is real mild it's yeah. a nice kind of mild drink yes yeah, but not, yeah yeah it's,
0: it's not bad it's no, not bad it's,
1: I, I, i'm definitely enjoying this shit yeah no it's good i i like this beer i might actually just drive to go get myself a four pack of this shit ah uh, okay so this that's that's how impressed i am with this one um uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy it um yeah that's really, really good this is really good um yeah, so um, I want to go see uh, Everything, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Everything, Everywhere, All of the Time. Yeah. Uh, with Michelle Yao. Um, it is, without spoiling, because this is one movie I don't want to spoil. I'm going to watch it again this next I coming weekend. I've never heard of it. Uh, it, is a mul- it is a multiverse film done directed by the Daniels. Uh, I forget who the Daniels are. Daniel Tosh. No, not Daniel Tosh. He's, he's Daniel talent. Day-Lewis. Daniel, no, stop it. It's a Daniel. Um, it it's two Daniels, yes. D and D, I think it's. I'm gonna murder you.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> Why, man? Come I on. forget. No, because I'm I, trying to fucking keep it light, you know. No, I know, I know. I'm Dungeons just, and Dragons.
1: Oh, er, everything, everywhere, all at once. So basically, it's about a um, Chinese family,
0: couple Dannys.
1: that is getting audited from the the laundromat's getting audited, okay, uh, by the IRS, and um, you know they go down to the IRS, and as they go there. Her husband contacts her from a different universe. And he's like, okay. hey, I, I need your help to save the entire multiverse. And then that's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. It is, um, it is the wackiest, most beautiful fucking film I've seen in a long fucking time. Okay. Um, I, I if I was gonna give this a score just off the top of my head, it it's a fucking ten.
0: That's I never heard of this shit. It's, it's never I've been talking about
1: you know me, I always watch trailers, I always watch reviews and stuff like that yeah. from other people. I uh, just an internet guy, I'm not. Yeah, and so like this movie starts Michelle Yao, Stephanie Host, uh K Hoy Kwan, who is data in the Goonies. Oh god. He plays the husband. I he uh, stopped so I, acting because he went to MIT, he got off yeah, a oh, genius, you know. Yeah, smart. He, yeah, he's a really intelligent guy. He
0: I don't need acting, you know what, you know what I'm gonna go back to it because it was fun.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the directors are Dan Kwan and Daniel uh, Scheinert. Um, yeah. But Jesus Christ, this movie is it. My, my, I want to watch exploded. it now just because
0: data's in it because I fucking love the Goonies.
1: Yeah. And he's so fucking good uh, because, you know, you're talking about like obviously multiverses. So there's different perspectives that he's bringing in. Yeah. Like, and just what a wonderful, wild, Crazy fucking trip of a time. I love this movie. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the kids and watch a movie it.
0: We need to watch. Well, you, it's in the theaters only at the moment. It's, a, it's supposed to be a horror movie, but it's fucking it has like 96% rotten, rotten Tomatoes called X. It came out this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, go, some, but they go film a pornography. Yeah, and, but I've been hearing some really good things about that shit.
1: Really? Yeah. It looked interesting. Uh, it looked interesting. I heard yeah.
0: It's actually good. It's one of the horror movies that's actually good. So those are kind of like really hard to come by nowadays.
1: Well, kind, I of feel a, like kind of they, a cool little concept They definitely waited for a long time Like they sat on a lot of shit So you have like Kind of like the trash that's coming out Like you know like Morbius Like why the fuck would you go watch Morbius Like Morbius looks like trash And it's got that fucking creeper ass motherfucker Jared Leto I had no idea about Jared Leto I thought, I lo- you, were,
0: I thought you were down with the 30 seconds to Mars I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you were down with it.
1: Uh, I was down with one album or whatever But it, yeah. it wasn't like Oh my god this is fucking mind blowing I was like oh this is a cool album Like yeah. it was a good album Like oh I, I enjoyed a creeper it. Then, huh But he's a creeper yeah He's, no 51, he's 51 He's fifty one years old. He hits on uh, uh, minors uh, who turn 18. Like, there's a whole... T- I saw TikTok videos about it, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I saw TikTok videos about it. But they have fucking things where even fucking James Gunn tweeted, oh, he waits until they're 18 now?
0: Oh, like, shit okay. like that.
1: Okay. And he still has a fucking career. Like, it's fucking wild. Well, he- some
0: fools have been able to mask it better than others. <laughs> yeah, mainly, okay. uh, the thing is, I start to think about that shit. Like, all these creepers that are fucking just popping up. These fools have been in the industry for how fucking long? Yeah. And because Jared Leto's been the fucking issue mad fucking years, like 20 plus years. Yeah. And we're finding out now, now that he's a creeper.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what the fuck?
1: It's, like, are these fucking,
0: also these, these women and girls, like, do they not, do they not uh, uh, I think, well, get, I, hold on, I, yeah. I don't want to be uh fucking uh, a dick or anything like that, but once you get older and she's supposed to smarten up a little bit and gain some little bit of sense, do they not... Talk to people or like hear other stories, well, I think, or go to the fucking doctors, or fucking see these things on TV, and maybe want to expose some of these things.
1: I don't. Maybe, maybe well, I understand
0: the fucking shameful aspect of it because you fucking feel like, oh, maybe I was stupid, and I took, got taken advantage of, and whoop the fucking woo. But
1: well, I think nobody. Will, I think people, uh, a majority of people, don't believe them. Like to this day, yeah. Like look at Louis C.K. He just won the Grammy for best comedy album, and you're like, dude, like, I
0: won the Grammy right now?
1: Yeah, he won the Grammy. Who's a sick motherfucker, dude? Like,
0: I'm like, uh, well. Well, at least he would be like, "Hey, oh, is it cool for whip up my dick and jerk off right now?" And he'd be like, "One oh, well, more whip out my dick." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna whip at he, it. At least he fucking forewarned, and he wouldn't just, no, ra- he wouldn't just be, <laughs> As be. That's fucking creepy as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. He's a. He's a, I, I, a oh. I fucking. Oh, I don't agree with it, but at least he would say, "Hey, is it cool if I do this?" <laughs> um,
1: no, it's not fucking cool. Yeah, like, exactly. You, it's
0: you, not cool, but hey, at least he would say, "Is it cool if I do this?"
1: He, 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 he would even fucking wait for an answer motherfucker
0: would ask for consent allegedly. And then not get consent I, I don't fucking know Yeah allegedly I don't know I don't know exactly The whole fucking thing But these are the things That we've heard yeah. From people that know him I don't Ta- fucking know him I've never talked to people That he worked with yeah. On the phone I don't he, know shit About this motherfucker yeah. Besides the stupid shit I've seen him on TV And the stuff that I've heard About what he did to to in front in front of all those yeah. uh, uh, women, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but, no I'm
1: not, I'm not fucking cool. With yeah, I don't CJ. prescribe that shit. No, of course of not. Oh no, nah, I mean, if we did, like
0: like you said before, there's plenty of motherfuckers that can, are can, can, that can hungry and and can make jokes. And not do this dumb shit. So yeah. you
1: know what? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No. Louis C.K. does not deserve a fucking Grammy. I don't know why the fucking Grammy.
0: Oh, because the Grammys are soulless. I mean, just no, like gr- Grammys are controlled by white people, and Louis C.K. is white. That's why. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's just a fucking fact. I don't, Chelsea, I don't really Ch- give a
0: shit if anybody feels in, in any other Ch- way about that. That's just a fucking fact.
1: They should have given it to Chelsea Handler, honestly. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, she was. But Chelsea amazing. Handler's
0: fucking dating Joe Coy. She's fucking down with, with 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 everybody. Yeah. With the world, you know what I mean. Yeah, she's, she's down with everybody. School's fuck down to earth type of lady. And Louis C.K. is a fucking, a fucking yeah, Louis C.K. a fucking jerk off. Yeah, literally.
1: I'm, I remember I had a, a homie who on his Instagram stories, uh, he was like, "Once a fan, always a fan." He was streamed fucking Louis C.K.'s uh, comedy special, and he had it on his fucking website. Okay. And I'm like, "Oh, you're a fucking you're a fucking loser." Oh, yeah. that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. It's fucking great. Like,
0: there's so many, there's so many other uh, people that aren't even famous right now that are probably that can put Louis C.K.'s jokes to shame and be so fucking hilarious, and we don't give them the time of day. There's plenty of people coming out, man. It's just it's just discover, discover. It's all about discovery. Open your fucking mind. Don't keep it in the same place because these fucking guys like Louis C K. W- this kind of shit's just gonna empower him.
1: Yeah, he's gonna think, oh, it's cool. It's cool for me to come back, but yeah. he's already fucking selling out his fucking tour and shit. Like yeah. people I'm, are I'm not surprised. because people have the tendency of a again not believing, but secondly, like they're like, well, it didn't happen to me. Yeah, if it didn't happen to me. Then fuck it, let's go. Yeah, it's the same thing like with COVID, right? Like, I I was walking around, um, you know, with my wife uh, over the weekend after the movies, and I'm seeing a ton of people without masks indoors. And I'm like, I'll put my mask indoors. Yeah. yeah. Just because I'm like, you know what? Just to be on the safe side. Because it's not over. This fucking COVID shit is not over. Yeah. Like, it's still ongoing and, and changing. And maybe it won't be that bad with this new Omicron variant, but I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm a fucking, you know, I'm just a regular guy who doesn't want to get sick. Yeah. And, uh, and so, like, I wear the mask, but I see... I look around, I'm like, man, people have just given up. I just, like, fucking... Well, it. I've, I've, I've had
0: kind of the, the opposite. I don't really go into fucking stores too often anymore. No, no, no of but course. I, the market went to the market, and fucking everybody was masked up. Oh, That's okay. I like saw maybe one or two people without a mask. So like, oh, shit, everybody's still wearing their mask. But at work, I've noticed... Fucking 60% of motherfuckers don't have their mask on yeah.
1: anymore. No, at am I, am I, uh, my job... At my job, they don't
0: do the questionnaire anymore. Are you sick and that bullshit? Just, you can come back onto the lot.
1: Yeah, at my job, uh, we are, I would say, about 50-50. Like, there is 50% maskless, 50% okay. masked up. I'm still masked up. And, I, you know, the, the machine shop where I'm at, like, it's got super high ceilings. So I also am all by myself at a machine. Yeah. Not really surrounded by people. So I feel pretty comfortable, like... But I wear the mask anyway, because it's not that big of a deal. Plus, with all the fumes and stuff, I'm like, might as well just keep it. Yeah, say no,
0: same at work. Fucking, we deal with a lot of dust and fucking, you know, cutting up walls and fucking shit like that. So I keep my mask on. Also, in, in over, I'm working overnight right now, so it's fucking cold. The mask keeps your face warm.
1: It does. I When I ride the bike in the morning, I put on the, one of the f- surgical masks. Yeah. And I ride it like that. She and I'm like, oh, warm, man, my man. face is nice and warm. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Um, All right. We're going to talk about uh, Arcane. Um, episode six. Episode six. And uh, this opens up with a flashback. It's young Victor, you know, playing in the water as being uh, a loner, really. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he loses his fucking boat, and he fucking meets this guy who's got a creature with him who tells him, like, yo, this creature is dying. He's like, oh, okay, well, maybe we can help you keep it alive. And, like, you know, um, and it flashed forward to, uh, to Victor, like, trying to figure out how to, you know, because he's got a sick diagnosis, Dinger comes to talk to him. Like, they're trying to figure out, like, yo, what's going on, my dude? Um, you know, Jace is really concerned because he's like, dude, this is, like, a brother to me. Like, I've been with this guy since, you know, fucking God knows how long. Yeah. And I can't yeah. see him die. And then finally they realize that the Hextech or reacts to organic matter, like we talked about in the last episode, where it, like, right, reacted it pulled, like, blood. what was it?
0: Yeah, he, his blood
1: came out. His blood some came out from him coughing. Some no, yeah, no, he was coughing. From coughing, right. And... He
0: fucking absorbed the goddamn blood.
1: It absorbed the blood. And then they... They he shows them they show Hemdinger like the plants you know are interacting with it. He's like it it reacts to organic material. Yeah, but Hemdinger recognizes that sim like the stone, and he's like that's the shit that almost destroyed the world the last time, like yeah. three hundred years ago when I was a young man, you know. Um, and he's like no no you gotta you gotta destroy that shit. Yeah, and then they kick him off of the con, con- the council out of the council. Yeah, I'm like oh my god they don't understand what they're doing. And Jace uh, Jace still feels torn because he's still like. Got the respect for Hemdinger, but at the same time, he's like, Oh man, uh uh, the sex Ma- set can, Madera be fucking,
0: can be fucking so useful to us right now. Yeah. To and fight against fucking
1: the death of my friend. <clears throat> like I'm more yeah. concerned about that right now than like the safety of shit. And um, you know, which is honestly, I, I don't know how this is gonna play out because like what a fucking bad, bad mistake. Um, but um, you know, and that's pretty much their story right there. Yeah. And, and it cuts to Vi and um uh Caitlyn running away from you know Silco's crew and they end up going back to her like childhood home and she's like bleeding out and the the guy she's talking to right Caitlyn wants to go, go go get medicine for um to buy. that's Echo right like yeah. the young kid i thought so uh they they, had, they hit his face a little bit too much so it's hard to tell if it was the kid or not but i i assume because of the glasses like, Yeah, that's what i was, was like cool oh, guys, okay it's Echo but yeah, um, they get medicine that they mix with shimmer. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know Vi recovers and Silco surrounds, is there, and they have a chat and they talk about like I found your sister, and it just it devolves into this fucking crazy like she knocks down the tower, her old childhood home, and then uh, Jinx sets off the flare. Yeah, you know. Um, but Jinx is really like the fracturing of her, of her mind having the the love of her sister and being absent from all that, and then Silco's, like, you know, mentoring of her, but also pushing her to be the dark person that he knows she can be
0: Yeah, has been a very... Fucking- yeah,
1: to finally shed that skin, and he tried, but you can still see that there's still a struggle with her inside, and um, I, yeah. re- I really dug that. Um
0: Now the fucking show Like we've been saying man It's really fucking well made
1: Yeah s- Super well made Honestly <laughs> Just um Fantastic from start to finish <laughs> I um, got
0: the sneezes real quick but um, Yeah but
1: this is the end of act two right here Um It You know It shows Vi meeting Powder And they hug it out And just when yeah, you think They're gonna set the flare off And was waiting for her Yeah and then Jinx is And right
0: when she thought She was gonna lose hope Cause the fucking flare finally turns off
1: Um of course, Vi. Vi, 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 Vi pops up, and then you know she sees Caitlyn, and she's like, "Oh shit, Savico was not lying to me." Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you are with the fucking enforcer. She's like, "Hold on," and like, you could tell that Vi is trying to explain things. And had they not been interrupted by the uh, the fire, the light lighters or whatever they're called, I forget their name.
0: Um, yeah, it made her think that, that that she was fucking uh with
1: with the uh, with the enforcers or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and just when she was trying to explain it, like. They get into this whole fucking fight, and she sees yeah, just, just powder's fucking crazy.
0: She's like a fucking, she's like a Gemini. She fucking breaks from one end to the another with the quickness. You know what I mean two personalities or some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. you know.
1: I, I like the astrology yeah. uh, metaphor uh, for something that's not real. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, hey, it actually makes sense because Arcane's not real. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, see, but <laughs> we connected the dots. <laughs> but, I mean, it was fucking nuts, like to see, like. You know, Vi doesn't know who her sister is. Like, she sees Jinx, like, fucking going wild and shit. She's like, this is my fucking sister? Yeah. And, then, you know, Vi gets knocked out, and then the fucking, uh, the the goons, they take her away. And Jinx is like, where the fuck is my sister? At the same time, Caitlyn gets hold of the fucking, um.
0: Of the fucking, uh, uh the Hextech little the ball Hextech, shit. The, the fuck the, it's yeah, called, the I new, the it's new
1: Hextech, yeah. And then she gets knocked out, and then they take that too. Yeah, they
0: both get, 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 get captured in the they sense. They She You think yeah. you're getting captured, you know? Um, but fucking the the scene, the way they put depict everything, the colors, the vibrancy of the fucking episodes, just dude, this show is just it's on point. Yeah,
1: it it is. Um,
0: There's not really dull moments to make you feel like where the fuck is this going. Has a really good pace. Um, even just the um, the dialogue. It's fucking. It's it's really well done,
1: man. Yeah, no, no. I think they, they really did a good job taking care of. Uh, this I don't story. fucking like
0: animes, but I really like this one.
1: I you know I know that you don't like animation. That's why when like somebody recommended it for us that's to watch, it's probably
0: one of my top top three, man, for sure. Yeah. And I can't even think of the top two. Bambi. <laughs> huh? Bambi. Ba- oh yeah, best number
1: one. <laughs> right. Bambi. Oh, yeah. Um, I know, I know, Bambi has always been like your favorite Disney animated film. Like yeah. just. Uh, it just spoke to you.
0: They don't break out and dancing on that shit.
1: No, they just and, show it show you the
0: wilderness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, like, I I, w- I will say this: like, um, just the intensity. Of this show, like, uh, how it unfolds and everything. Just, it's really well done. It's really well paced. Um, yeah,
0: it's fucking definitely something that people need to be watching. This is a, this is a story and, and a show that people need to watch because this one's about actually really really fucking good. Yeah. And there's a lot. It's, it's hard, they're hard to come by with so so much shit. Uh, on these streaming platforms, sometimes it's really hard to find the fucking really great show, and this is one of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and then um, we're gonna talk about uh, Peacemaker episode six. Yeah. Uh, M- Mern after reading, Mern, rev- Mern re- uh Mern reveals his deepest secret. Augie is set free. The botched arrest of Peacemaker sends alien Goff into an unexpected new host. Um, Jesus Christ, this episode was like fucking packed. It it's uh, it, fucking fun, man. It, it is fun um and just vigilante is so oblivious and so dumb <laughs> that he doesn't understand the kind of risk that he's putting into like the rest of the team yeah yeah you know so yeah um Leota and Clemson they come out hardcore comes and they tell her like yo yeah i'm i'm a butterfly but i'm a good butterfly yeah like i'm not you know i i know that my we shouldn't be doing this but I had to take over this guy because he's fucking evil, like, um, you know, which Leota is real torn about, like all this shit, like because you know, I think her mom is Amanda Waller.
0: Oh, really? Ah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's you got probably, yeah, it's probably. I feel fucking.
1: like I, I, she was like, "Oh, mom told me it, either mom's a code name for something or Amanda Waller's her mom." Yeah, like I'm, I'm not sure, but like I was like, "Oh, it's Amanda Waller, like that's mom," you know, uh. but um. But, yeah, dude, like, this episode right here from, like, start to finish, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, Peacemaker trying to get away from the cops and Vigilante having, instead of holding in the front. The
0: jar he tapes it to The jar he
1: tapes it to his fucking back. Or, like, when Peacemaker's trying to solve, at, get the question, right, because he was like, oh, peace symbol, which obviously Goff was like, I'm lying. Um, yeah. You know, and he's like, all right, well, one tap for yes, two taps for no. And he's like, what's your favorite color? That scene was fucking funny. What's your favorite color? Okay, is it cyan? Is it red? How do you feel about the color teal? (laughs) No, it's fucking...
0: It's like, yes or no questions. It's yes or no questions. Oh, it's fucking funny, man. Yeah,
1: No, the the chemistry of the cast is just fantastic. That dude
0: that they picked for Vigilante, I don't know where the fuck he's from, but he's fucking good, man. He's fucking great. Really fucking great. He pays a fucking ditz, like, to the fucking key because he doesn't see... like. He doesn't look like a ditz, but he's a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, he is fucking... Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, um, he's
0: a really fucking good actor. I don't know where the fuck they found this guy, but good for them. This guy fucking deserved it for sure. This guy's playing this character to a T, man. Really fucking good.
1: Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's uh, the crew. He was in the show The Crew. He was on Bridgerton for a little bit. Um, he was on the show. He's had smaller parts time after time. The TV series... Um, the Inbetweeners 2 Pitch Perfect He played the Luke The Inbetweeners 2 Yeah He played Ben Um, Harry Potter In the Deathly Hallows He played uh, Cormac McLagan Yeah he's been He's been acting For quite some time Okay just had to me
0: you In a role That he stands The fuck out Yeah Because I've seen The Inbetweeners And uh I don't know The fuck that Fucking guy was I never yeah. fucking even saw him
1: Freddie Freddie Stroma Is his the actor's name But he's uh, no, He's fantastic Yeah but...
0: he's really Fucking good man
1: Yeah uh, I'm really impressed with him. I'm really impressed with the entire cast for the most part. Like, I think they have good chemistry together, even if maybe like some of the acting isn't that strong. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's written and directed well enough where they're like really enjoyable. Um, so while they're trying to get away, um, You know, fucking Vigilante falls, cracks the thing on his back, and Goff gets into... Into Sophie. Uh, into Sophie. The but the detective.
0: shit is for me right there. It was like it's kind of crazy. Like, okay, how the fuck did that fucking shit not die? It's just a little ass fucking
1: bug, who should have got smashed on. I think it's because they're aliens. Like they, they're they're going to write it off as like, well, aliens. Are, they're a little stronger than your typical butterfly. But I don't know. It's a good point because I thought the butterfly would have been crushed. Yeah,
0: it's a bit much, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, You got to keep pushing forward the the show. But not. Um, I thought it was cool how the fucking sheriff dude fucking kills the other fucking cops. And then he's just like, and then did you watch the end of the credits? Yeah. I <laughs> and did, he's yeah. like slapping him. so Be sad. Be, be sad. sad. <laughs> Shit um, was fucking funny.
1: When he appeared, uh, that actor, um, he was in one of my favorite uh, television shows, at least the first three seasons that I watched. Okay. Um, uh, Hell on Wheels.
0: Uh, okay. I never he, saw that. He I, plays I, I know sw- it was really he, good, but He I plays a
1: Swede. Uh, and he is a menacing, right? he's a menacing fucking character on that show. Really well done. Uh, with Anson Mount as the lead.
0: Yeah, I, was, I remember it was on AMC. I remember yeah, I it was on AMC. I think
1: it got five something. seasons, um, but I feel like by seasons four and five, I mean, like, I watched, I think, up to season four. Yeah. It got a little too, like, okay, let's fucking, I get it. I, it's all bad. The frontier sucked. Yeah. Um, It just, I, I, so then- I It was like
0: prison break. I said, all right, you guys are going right. to fucking get away eventually? What the fuck? Yeah, know? like, oh, you're
1: going to keep breaking out of prison, huh? Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no, but I mean, like- you know, but he's really good. I mean, yeah, watching him, like, be sad. Fucking, oh, man, so good.
0: Yeah, the fucking show's good, man. It, I, I, fucking John Cena is uh making his mark. Oh, yeah. Indefinitely. Now, indefinitely just making his fucking mark that this fool is a great, too. This fool's just as good as fucking The Rock.
1: Yeah, I think...
0: Uh, he has he, great charisma, and, and he just, he, he, he fucking, he pulls it off.
1: But I think also, like, they pick roles that work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Um, every role that I've seen John Cena in, in terms of like comedy, he's got the timing because of the wrestling. He just he just knows how to be charismatic on screen. Yeah, it's the same thing with The Rock, like Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Because he played like a, a badass, it didn't translate to film. Like he just wasn't strong enough.
0: Yeah, Expendables three, <laughs> no
1: gracias, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, but everybody, yeah, the show ends with you know uh, golf um and a flood of butterflies yeah
0: just fucking taking over all the fucking uh, police, the, the station. police stations a uh, police station and then at the end you hear them doing the nose co- uh, conference about the fucking diary that the original sheriff um was trying to hide but yeah. because he got taken uh over by fucking those his butterflies now he's fucked yeah and Which I tripped the fuck out in because I, I, I had
1: I thought that he was already a
0: butterfly to be honest.
1: That's what I thought. I thought he was a butterfly. No, yeah. he just he was just a guy on the scene, just
0: a guy that knew this is how we're gonna make things work.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. And you know, and honestly, I feel like because remember um, the the bug right, the butterfly that is taking Clemson's body over. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It's Clemson's like other assassin friend, like in the circles that they're in, and he brought him in, and yeah. so. You know, since Clemson's
0: a butterfly, I thought that maybe he, you know, had that connect. You know,
1: I I thought so too. But the guy turns- was kind
0: of a fucking weirdo already. You know what I mean?
1: He was, and it's because he's a fucking assassin who has no remorse at all. That's yeah. what he was like. Oh, don't shoot! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, but I'm. Um, yeah, I mean, so fucking good. Um, and then obviously we are going to be talking about Moon Knight episode one, uh, premiere on Disney Plus. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. It's called The Goldfish Problem. Uh, Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero, but he may also be sharing the body with a ruthless mercenary. Yeah. Um, and obviously this stars uh, Oscar, Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Ethan Hawke is in it. Um uh, F. Murray Abrams does the voice of a character called Kon-shu, um, which I imagine is the voice that's talking Mommy to him she, yeah. about going to sleep. Yeah. Um. Honestly, what did you think about the first episode? Since we're just kind (laughs) of jumping into this whole thing, while you have a fucking sneeze attack. (laughs) My bad. Um.
0: I fucking at first I was like, "What the fuck is going on? How is this fool, um, gonna be a a Marvel hero or some shit?" You know what I mean? I was like, "What the fuck is?" I
1: now I don't know anything about Moon Knight. I don't either. That's why. That's why
0: I was like. Well, what exactly is going on? Is it supposed to be a good guy, a bad guy? I assume he's supposed to be a good guy because even...
1: He's like an antihero, I think, uh, because I've only read one issue of Moon oh, okay. Knight. You know, I've been reading comic books since December. I've just started to kind of get back into it. Um, and I, I picked up uh, a side story of Devil's Reign with Moon Knight. Okay. Um, where he's in prison with other heroes after William Fisk, the Kingpin, becomes mayor of New York. And in bands, in bands, heroes. Okay. So like Captain America and some of the Avengers are in the prison, and Moon Knight's in there, and he is just, psych. He's he's psychotic. Yeah, but he you know he's trying to get out because of fucking revenge. Like he wants revenge on Fisk and all of them. And uh, I, I just was like, what the fuck kind of banana's character is this? Yeah, but uh, I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. Yeah, a lot um, of shit kept going. Um, like he fucking felt like he'd knock
0: out, and then some shit would happen. Yeah. It was a lot A lot of that.
1: So uh, apparently, like, Moon Knight does share three. He's got multiple personalities, and he has um, the guy who takes over at the end, the the mercenary. Yeah. And he's got... Yeah, and then I forget they have a cab driver that's, like, their... I think Stephen Grant is the cab driver in the comic books, who is, like, their, their roadie detective. He, like, putting the pieces together. Mark takes over as the assassin, and you have the god, the Egyptian kind of god there as well, as the other personality. Yeah. Um, but in this show, they have him kind of like an idiot. Yeah, he's kind of like a goof. A-, a goof, insecure, and all that stuff. And um, I think it was a good way of, of handling it because, like, uh, you know, you, he, you are as confused as he is. Like, he knows he, can't, he has a hard time sleeping, and he's awoken in areas that he shouldn't be waking up in. Yeah. And he works for the British Museum. And you're kind of on this ride with him of like, what's going on? I don't understand. Yeah, because
0: no, when, he, when he fucking, had, he was chained up to the fucking. Uh, the bed. The bed. I was like, what the fuck am I? Like, yeah. What the fuck is this?
1: Because he's trying to be like, I, I need to stay here. Yeah. I need to stay here. And then he wakes up in like a village of some sort in the middle of nowhere. And uh, Ethan Hawke's character. uh he had has, blood on his
0: hands no? or something like
1: that. He had blood on his hands. And he realized that he had jumped from a window. And the two dudes, the, the, the men, like look at him. And he's like oh hello and like you hear the voice going like great the idiot's awake yeah, yeah yeah yeah. and uh you know he sees these people like you know like bowing down and like worshiping this character played by ethan hawk named arthur harrow yeah and um he's got a a scale tattoo right and then he uses this alligator cane and has him hold it to swing and judge these people and yeah. the turn- tattoo turns red they die. Like, it knows if fucking, if
0: you're going to do some evil or if you've done evil or some shit like yeah.
1: that. And um, so, you know, S- Stephen Grant sees this and he's like, oh shit, I got to get the fuck out of here. And he has no idea. And he's like flashing back and forth and really confused because um his, you know, Mark Spector took a scarab, uh, a, a piece of, I don't know. It's a jewelry of some sort that has to do with like the myth- mythical powers that he has. Um, you know, and, like, he takes it and he wants it. Um, you know, Arthur Harrow wants it. He's like, no, you can't have it. And, like, you see the funny scene where he's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm trying stop. to give this to you and I'm, I can't. Yeah. And, um, yeah, at the end of the episode, he's attacked the British Museum because Stephen Grant, like the dumb-dumb he is, actually gave Arthur Harrow the name. And they release, I don't even know, what was it, like a werewolf of some sort?
0: Yeah, some shit like that.
1: And, um, you know, like Mark... the fucking Sphinx dog that they fucking... Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking um Mark is like, let me take the body. Yeah. Let me control the body. He's like, Okay. And fucking he just smashing his werewolf in the butt. I was like, holy shit. No, the fucking uh um I like the fact that they kinda
0: allude to what the moonlight looks like and all that shit to the very, very end, pretty yeah. much, you know? And and it kind of keeps you in the midst of what the fuck is going on? Like what like but Oscar Isaac Uh, he's such a good fucking actor. He he keeps you in it. Ethan Hawke, the same. Oh yeah, yeah. These guys are fucking are fucking. They're great. They're they're fantastic. Yeah, they're great. So that them both being in it, it's just it's it's a good uh it's a good show, man. So far, I like the episode. I I think that the the way it's going is real cool. They haven't uh, fully
1: it's six episodes. Everything
0: yet, but. You know you're going to get to the shit, Yeah, but I,
1: but I also like that, you know,
0: this... It's an hour long, too, and it feels... I like the budget, how they feel, almost like movies, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I also like... What, what I like is that, you know, they have, again, so many characters, and they're willing to explore, like, these different characters that you don't normally see. Yeah. Uh, there was a theory that I saw from um, a film theory on YouTube, and they think that Disney's next evolution of the Marvel comic stuff is going to be rated R. Okay, uh, because they just got you know, uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, uh Luke Cage, stuff and that Iron was, on, Fist uh, stuff on, that was Netflix, on Netflix unedited. That's why you have to have the TVMA sign in shit now. Um,
0: oh, that's the reason they changed.
1: That's the reason they changed because they are not touched at all, they did not get edited, they are up as they were filmed and presented on Netflix. Ah, okay, so they seem to think that because Moon Knight. And a lot of these other characters, like, they they belong to uh, the Knights, the Marvel Knights, like, tag, which is, like, Marvel's adult content stuff. Okay. And so they seem to think that they are trying to evolve the next level because, obviously, you can't keep doing the PG-13 stuff because your audience is growing up with you. Even even if they're teenagers, when they're watching you from 10 years ago, they're adults now, and they expect adult entertainment. So they they think... That Disney might be doing that shift. It's a speculation from them, as you know, obviously. But
0: it, it seems like it, it could be because even in, in
1: Moon Knight, there's a lot
0: of blood and shit like that, and it's yeah. like you don't fucking. That's not
1: that's, Disney. Th- no, it's not Marvel. No, I typical, mean, typical,
0: typical. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, but it's the same fucking thing with, great because I, I, I enjoy that kind of shit.
1: Well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I like the more serious tone of everything. Like right? when fucking John Walker was smashing the dude with the shield and he's got blood on it. I was like, thank you. So, finally, some, yeah. like,
0: serious... And you see him going psychotic and shit. Like, this movie was crazy. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I I like, you know, because I'm like, man, I'm fucking 41 years old. Like, don't... I, I don't need my handheld. I yeah. get it. You want to appeal to kids, you're Disney, but at the same time, like, we pay the fucking bills. <laughs> yeah. I pay the bills. You my kid what, like, sees it
0: because my, I paid the bill. Exactly.
1: My, You know, my fucking teenage kid ain't fucking being like, hey, uh, pops... Uh, who pays the bills? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this motherfucker pays the bills. <laughs> uh, so I mean that, and that's just how it works. So no, like, hey, some adults want adult fucking stories, man. Like, I, fuck shit, you know. So I think, I fuck think, shit, yeah. I want that fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, um, honestly, it, it's going to be interesting if uh, film theories, you know, idea their their prediction is true. Okay. I I would hope so. But yeah. I think I think it's, it seems that way.
0: It, it can't that feel way. that
1: way, right? It seems
0: that way, yeah. So, Moon, Especially because also fucking Deadpool was kind of kind of
1: gruesome. But D- Deadpool was Fox. Yeah, I
0: know, but they're eventually they're pulling him in. They're pulling him into the fucking They Marvel. might be
1: pulling him in. Uh, nah, I, I know Ryan Reynolds behind the scenes they're, has they're been... going to pull him in. Pull Ryan him Reynolds is not an idiot, right? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds behind the scenes, and he's been very open about trying to have discussions with Kevin Feige about bringing in Deadpool and to prove that Deadpool could be popular as a PG thirteen character. Yeah. They did that PG thirteen cut of Deadpool um uh, in the style of uh The Princess Bride.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay.
1: But um yeah, but we'll see. Like but Moon Knight is definitely intriguing. Um yeah for what
0: the fuck for not for, nobody really knowing what this uh, I like obviously character is about maybe a lot of people haven't even heard of this fucking character. So I
1: imagine your general I go to the movies to watch Marvel films fan- Does not, but I feel like you're hardcore. I read the comics, I know the stories. Definitely, they definitely know, and I think there's a lot of anticipation of like, do justice by this.
0: Yeah, Um, I agree because I I know about Moon Knight because of Funko, and Funko's really delved into fucking comics back in the days and shit, like all the real shit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and then um, we watched our movie of the week, which was Death on the Nile. Uh, Death PG. PG-13, two hours and seven minutes long. While on vacation on the Nile, Hercule Perot must investigate the murder of a young heiress. um Gadot. It stars and is directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um, and you have, yeah, Gal Gadot. You have uh, Army Hammer. You have Letitia Wright. Sophie Okonedo. Um, uh, what other characters? Because it's all done in fucking in order of appearance uh tom bateman annette benning rose uh leslie um you have ali fazal and i think those are the main characters jennifer saunders is in this uh don french but anyways it's a huge cast russell crow don Cheadle, uh no, Win- wins ham is the character's name uh yeah. russell russell brand russell Brands. um yeah, well, I mean, your thoughts? I fucking
0: hated this shit, man. <laughs> fuck, it fucking lagged it was so strange. much. I, didn't, like, I was telling you, I didn't even think it was the right fucking movie when I started to watch it. I was like, wait, is this fucking Death on the Nile? Because it was like, in, you know, it was like a French war going on. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? So, and then, it, of course, it jump, jumps forward in time and it jumps forward in time again. It's just like, well, it's touching,
1: fuck? Well, because it's touching on the themes of love, right? Yeah, but I don't
0: give a fuck about that. I'm a cold-hearted motherfucker killer. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm just kidding. No, but... <laughs> I'm cold-blooded. Um, yeah. Call me a lizard because yeah, I'm call cold. Me sh- call me snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I just felt like... And Nick Cage, took, a snake eyes, Nicholas Cage. It took two fucking long yeah go. it fucking I, I i i got I,
0: I was like when i when i started to figure out this fucking guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing to keep people's attention was when they were on the fucking on the fucking the dudes in the pyramid with a fucking kite and they're having that conversation i was like what the fuck do i care about this this is fucking absolutely uh, fucking ridiculous like get the fuck out of here man well
1: you know the way that i thought about it was even though so- was like,
0: what are you doing flying the kite over here uh, no one's ever flown it. i'm the first like
1: Oh, my God, man. Are you fucking kidding me? It's based on the book by Agatha Christie. This is why I don't
0: read books. It fucking put me to sleep with the quickness.
1: (laughs) You know, uh, in Agatha Christie's uh, novels, her murder mystery stuff has been, I mean, they're fucking massively The book is
0: probably fucking really well made, but the movie, fuck no, dude. I don't
1: even know when the book
0: came out. The book is probably
1: really well made. Uh,
0: When they write... Books, man. Books are usually way better than the movies.
1: Oh, No, of course. And, so, but the movie. I mean, the book came out in 1937. Oh, it probably sucked in. So, well, no, <laughs> but I mean, like it was written for that time, right? Yeah, so I exactly. mean, like, and so these detective stories. Boring.
0: I need my iPhone.
1: That you know, it's the same shit like Sherlock Holmes. Like the stories, Fuck. you've had to adapt them to make them modern. Without Robert Downey. I don't know if I can see it. Have you seen Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, him. I'm Benedict that shit too, huh? I'm, I'm Sherlock Holmes, look at me, I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, you're, right. you're like, okay, not um, that that's me. not how he sounds. That's not how Benedict Cumberbatch sounds. This is what <laughs> he sounds like in my head. This is how he <laughs> talks. I'm here to solve a mystery. Uh, uh, pass me the cocaine come homes (laughs) oh that's some good shit (laughs) yeah so i got a
0: headache pass me the cocaine
1: (laughs) i do cocaine for fun my anklet
0: hurts pass me the cocaine
1: (laughs) oh oh is that is that a box of frosted flakes no it's cocaine (laughs) i I can't
0: smell let me smell that cocaine
1: (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) but that's the thing like um kenneth brana apparently has had a huge love of agatha christie that he spot to make these films okay and it looks like he's having a lot of fun as the character of Hercule Poirot. yeah but I feel like
0: the cast itself be- because b- their characters correctly yeah,
1: because of him being so passionate about like it has to be authentically set up in that time uh-huh. and because to me the budget did not work no like everything was shot on the sound stage in London because they tried to figure out if they could film it in Morocco and Egypt. To get it authentically looking, yeah, yeah. Uh, authentically looking,
0: and they're like, "We'll but, probably go to Morocco and get killed." So but let's not go.
1: Logistically, COVID and all this stuff, they just couldn't pull it off. So yeah. they filmed it in a soundstage in London, and the CGI looks atrocious. Yeah, it takes you out of the film. It looks really bad um, because there are moments where they are outdoors, you know, from the boat, and everything behind them is green screen. Yeah, and you can see it right away, and it. It's not lit properly. Seeing the Mandalorian. But, um, you know, for me, I was really bored the first maybe hour of the film. Like, I thought I was going to get really frustrated by it. But by the time the mystery starts picking up and he's starting to throw accusations and, and, like, doing detective work. Yeah. Because, you know, in the beginning of the film, he's just watching. He's just the bystander watching these reactions yeah, and interactions of the character. Um, which is what he was hired for, right, by um, Gal Gadot's character. And I thought, man, this is kind of dull. I I know why they're doing it. I know why he's doing it. It just felt really slow. Yeah. And when the mystery finally started going, that's when it, it you had me a little bit. But you didn't really have me until he had the interview with Buke. Okay. That's But I'm like, man, this is... Fucking the last, yeah, was like what, the last 20 minutes? Fucking,
0: yeah, 30 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah,
1: the last 30 minutes. Man, I was all in by that point. But it, you wasted me for an hour and a half.
0: Nah, okay, so they wasted me for an hour and a half. I was ready yeah. to get the fucking... Like, I don't even care anymore. I don't even care anymore. Like, okay, yeah, it's getting good, but I don't even care. I just want to fucking... I want to go, I want to fucking turn this off. I'm playing some video games now.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so for me, th- the biggest problem is it, it churned its wheels too long. Yeah. And...
0: Real slow burn and a boring slow burn. Yeah, it's it, not like a slow burn where you can kind of still keep keep your fucking interest in it. It's a slow burn. It's just like I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't care, man.
1: Yeah, but th- I'm telling you, the last 30 minutes for even me, some, like you're saying, some of the cinematography, that shit just didn't. It didn't work. Didn't work. It didn't work, and it just because the budget wasn't there. Yeah. But for me, those last 30 minutes, man, you had me. I was I was in hook, line, and sinker, but only because I was. Playing the mystery at home. Yeah, but was then like, it's too the late for most, yeah, but for most it's people. For most people, it would be too late. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, what would you give it? I'll give it a fucking four. I'll give it a four. I would give it a six. Okay. Um, only because of the last half hour. And I think uh, Kenneth Branagh, I think you could see he was having fun. Russell Brand was having a good time yeah. as a doctor. You could tell the cast was doing well. Gal Gadot you guys got to stop booking her, man. Like, I, I don't know what it is about Gal Gadot She is not a good actress.
0: She, I said that right away when they first introduced her as the. She's supposed to be like the hottest girl in the room. Yeah. And no, it just didn't come off that way. She doesn't feel that way
1: to me. She feels, you know, the thing about Gal Gadot is she feels real stiff. Yeah. Do you know who is who also like who I love as an actress is uh, Ana de Armas? Like she's oh, fucking dude. charismatic. I, fucking love Ana de Armas. I forget what her first film was, but she did not know how to speak English. For her first movie, and she booked it, and it, before they started shooting, learned English
0: ah, okay. to
1: do her lines. It might have been. Uh, I think it was War Dogs with um, uh, War Dogs uh, Jonah with Hill. And
0: Jonah Hill and uh, and uh, what's up name? name? Miles from, Teller. Oh uh, yeah, Miles and Teller. yeah, she that was her first film. Yeah, I think her second film, but she was all no? because how old was she in that She was a relatively kid because look in in uh, what is it? This movie with Mark Wahlberg, I believe, Daddy's Home, I believe. Daddy's Home. She plays a daughter or some shit. She's a little girl in it.
1: Okay, well, I think this is her like her first speaking role. I don't know. Okay. I don't I actually. I don't. Yeah, uh,
0: I never seen that movie. I just I've seen the billboard for it, the pictures of it, and I seen her in it as a little girl.
1: I don't, I don't know because she was born in 1988, so she could not be a little girl with not like home. that fucking young. The fucking oh, she no. played like a teenager or something. Yeah,
0: some shit like that. Like she was young, full like fucking fourteen, fifteen years old. You know, that's a little girl to me. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. think of, uh, an adult until they're fucking twenty four, twenty five years old. Her, then you're an actually, adult. Um, then her, you're an actual like. Grown up,
1: it looks like her first real film was actually Knock Knock or American film. She's done smaller things here. I remember uh, seeing her as a really, really well. young,
0: really young, young girl.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it didn't she, look the way she looks now. It might be somebody be else like, because, uh, Daddy's Home is not on this list at all.
0: I forget, it, it might not be Daddy's Home. I know it's a movie with, so where the, she played like she's a she's part of a family or some shit like that. And she's just a daughter. I don't know what the fuck it is. I've never seen them film. I've seen oh, the pictures I do, of it. I think
1: you're talking about the actress Isabella Merced.
0: Uh when uh, Mark no, Wahlberg
1: idea. and uh Rose Breyer they adopt kids. No, I no nah,
0: I've never seen them film. Like I said, I've only seen pictures of it or something. Okay,
1: shit. I think that's the film. They they're uh because yeah, on the Armas is I thing it's like knock knock and then War Dogs, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think that's the one uh The Informer, um I think it's just wardrobe. I do think of it because
0: I don't think she even came out too very long in that fucking
1: film. No, she had a very small, very small part. part yeah. But that's that's the role. She, she had a, she had to learn how to uh, speak English. Ah, okay. So, but I mean, but that's the thing. But she, you know, she's charismatic as fuck. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit. She's the best part of fucking 007. Like honestly, like I was like, why isn't he going on an adventure with her? Like it's just like. Okay. I kinda wanna fine. watch
0: that movie Deep with her and Ben Affleck and see what the fuck that's about. Oh Deep Water?
1: Yeah, some shit. I, like that. I don't want to watch it, but I'm very curious about it only because like I do like her in films and he's very hit and miss for me. Yeah. Like he's all over the place. Uh but yeah, but like so yeah, it's a six from me, it's a four from you. Yeah. So I mean take it take it as you will. Definitely
0: deal. Um, skip it. Skip it. There's plenty, there's so much shit out if there. If you're you an Agatha
1: Christie fan, I guess you could watch it. even if, though if you're a I, fan
0: of sleep. You could watch it too because it's gonna put you to sleep. <laughs> so
1: whatever, whatever hey, floats you know, your boat. <laughs> watch it with a comfortable pillow. Yeah. And put on your uh, your snuggie. What do they call it? Yeah, the, snuggie. Yeah, uh, snuggie. And fucking, uh, you know, coze up and fucking go. Get a get, hot cocoa and get, go sweep. Get a nice nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, this is a very unorthodox podcast. Obviously, uh, you had some conversation in the beginning. Of- I heard
0: that there's gonna. There's gonna the, on my only uh, slight tidbit is I heard that Amazon's doing like a. James Bond fucking type of
1: like stunt fucking show or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah, right. They we're gonna so do a, a is, stunt that shit show. It yeah. is gonna happen, huh? It is gonna happen. I th- I forget who is gonna be the host of it. It might be The Rock. I think um, that's. I think it was supposed to be The Rock. Yeah. yeah. So because they bought MGM, we talked about how they bought MGM. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Um. Yeah. Other than that, guys, we're gonna catch you guys next week. Just because he's been um, my brother's been working an overnight, and so we're just gonna. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're gonna fucking we're call gonna, it now. We're gonna see what uh, we got for next week.
1: Yeah, for next week we'll see what's going on. Of course, um, all
0: through the same three shows, but the movie—I don't know. I—I I, I don't know what we should pick. Yeah, because I kind of want to pick something fucking that's good. You know what I mean? Or something that's we're gonna be like, oh, this fucking shit was actually a pleasant surprise, not like Death on the Nile.
1: And like I said, like uh, it was it's a toughie. It, it was not the, at- the
0: cast, the cast, and the way that it was. Uh, portrayed Like to make me think That oh fuck This might be a fucking A fucking home run Yeah A big negative
1: Yeah no I mean like I remember seeing the trailer It's the same thing Like right I, I see the trailers For these films ah, I see and,
0: Maybe I need to watch, Start
1: watching trailers and and, and, I, and But the problem is That sometimes The trailer will ruin A really good film Like everything uh, Everywhere all the time Right yeah. All at once I'm sorry um, That I did not see A trailer for a, a review popped up On IGN A review popped up uh, On YouTube I know
0: what movie We're gonna watch I just picked it right now. It's a Simon Rex movie. Uh, It is called... Oh, you're talking
1: about Red Rocket.
0: Red Rocket. Yeah. Let's watch Red Rocket. That was fucking... uh, They were going to give it some award or some shit.
1: Uh, It is a... It's a pretty... He's Oscar nominated now or some shit. I think it was Oscar nominated for a screenplay. I'm not exactly sure. He was
0: nominated as an actor for this film. And he's been a D-rated actor for... God knows how many fucking years. I mean, you uh, he, dude, used I mean the he used to be on TV
1: VJ. Uh, he,
0: became, he was always an actor, always comedian. Yeah. Um. I know he was in the scary movie series, Is like the fucking, the funny ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But he's always someone that I always liked. I even ran into him once in fucking, off of Mojo at some dog park. And it was kind of fucking cool to fucking run into him because his dog, his, his girlfriend's dog had jumped out of, her, out of his car as he's coming down the hill. And fucking just started, to, it started to tumble and the dog was all fucked up. And I just happened to be there. When it happened, so I started just chopping it up with him. Never it, I never made it known to him that, yo, I know exactly no, who the so. fuck yeah, you yeah. are, you know what I mean? But uh, uh, it was, he was super cool cat, super cool cat. And I just heard an interview with him talking about that red rocket and it fucking I don't know no, I, I want to uh, check it
1: out it does look interesting to me yeah I'm down I'm down for Red rocket yeah um anyways guys you can find this on anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros and you can find us individually on Instagram I am render me Sam I'm
0: Hollywood Mike
1: and if you want to find both of us it is the Renderos Bros on Instagram um yeah, yeah
0: and if you want to be fucking cool as fuck and step your fucking game up you're gonna go ahead and rate and review our fucking podcast.
1: Uh, that's right I mean let us know what you think on Apple uh, Podcasts and you can find us on Spotify as well the anchor.fm gives you all the links to all where we're yeah. streaming uh, yeah well, so next week we'll be back with three shows and, and I think um, we'll be
0: drinking maybe a stout uh, next week because uh, Ryan the Lions going to be bringing us a little something, something.
1: oh he's going to be bringing us something okay, yeah, okay, so, okay. Then, so we'll then we'll save the Poseidon stout. for the following week and then we yeah. still have one from Topa Topa Brewing okay uh, that I want to give it a shot I want to give it a shot to I'm so, down um yeah guys um stay safe out there be be good to one another uh, remember this is as far as we know this is the one life we have so make it a good one yeah smoke and,
0: some drink some be safe about it though
1: and uh we'll catch you guys next week
0: fucking a